The Amplified Mind is a podcast dedicated to the enhancing of the mind's ability to think more effectively. We will discuss a range of topics related to spirituality, life, and love. These thought-shifting sessions will help you explore your creative potential, higher learning, and yes, life principles. You will awaken to a new level of consciousness when you experience the Amplified Mind. Hey everybody, how you doing today? Carrie Pope. Hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. It's you know rained this morning, but man, it's beautiful outside now, and I'm just excited to be able to come and speak with you on a subject that is dear to my heart. You know, three reasons why good men suffer, and how do we stop it? You know, for years I um I'm 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 a good man. I've I've known myself to be a great man. I've uh, always been respectable. I've always done well by others, and um, but I've been hurt tremendously by some of the decisions that I've made in life. You know, uh, one of the things about good men is that we make bad decisions because we have big hearts. You know, uh, and how many of you can attest to that? You said, Carrie, you know, I I have a big heart. I I'm a giver. I'm a lover. I, I love to give. I love to serve. I love to love. And in doing that, it, it caused, you know, unnecessary pains and hurts because what we have a tendency to do until you learn how to love is you choose the wrong lovers. And so, you know, you get yourself hurt and you do things that cause you to get hurt. You know, um, a question that I posed the other day was, why do good men suffer? Why do good men hurt? You know, it's all this talk about men are sorry and I want me this type of man. I want that type of man. But the reality is there are a lot of really good men out here who are suffering at the hands of choosing the wrong lovers. They've chosen people over the years that have hurt them. They've chosen people that were not good for them, that took advantage of their niceness, may have taken advantage of their generosity. You have a lot of good men who love from a big place. And when you choose the wrong person to love and you love someone who is not worthy of your love, um, good men get hurt. And there's a lot of good men. If you be honest today, you can say, Carrie, you know, yeah, I can attest to what you're saying. I, I, I gave my heart to the wrong person. And when you give your heart to someone who is not worthy of it or who doesn't know how to love you back, they'll take you to hell and back real quick. And you'll find yourself really uh, struggling to love again or to open your heart up to love again. Um, for years, um, I struggled with low self-esteem. Uh, I struggled with being so, su- I'm super hard on myself. I'm one of those perfectionists that will beat myself, o- beat myself up over the smallest things. I mean, you name it, I'm beating myself up. When others are going, man, you're great. And I'm going, but it's this, but it's that. But what it really boiled, from, boiled down from was well, over the years loving the wrong people, and then taking, you know, beating after beating and, you know, developing emotional calluses after emotional callus to the point where, um, you know, I had to really do the work to open up to be able to love and be loved. OK, it, you know, because when you've been hurt and good men, you know, I'm going to give you three reasons why good men get hurt. And I promise you. When I tell you these three reasons, you're going to be able to attest to them. And ladies, I really want you to pay attention because I've heard so many women say there's not any good men out here or men don't want to commit. 
it's not that men do not want to commit. There's that there's some 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 levels that have to be healed in the men so that they can commit because when they did commit, they got hurt. OK. And so um, one of the reasons is that society says that all men have to be strong, successful and in control at all times. <laughs> men have to be strong, successful and in control all at the same time. And all the time in control. Let me be honest with you. You know, control is something that, you know, we have to work hard to maintain, especially when you've been hurt and you're trying not to show your tail to someone um, when you've been hurt. Um, I know for me, um, I struggle with sometimes authenticity simply because, you know, uh, I'm afraid of how I'll be judged. So I got to always be strong, always be in control. And I had to always have it together. And I remember um, when I when I met Rebecca and we, we, we began dating and one day at the blue, she said to me, Carrie, you are enough. And when she said it, I'm like, what do you what do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm enough. But I knew exactly what she was saying, because a part of me felt like I wasn't enough because I maybe didn't have this part in control or maybe I didn't have that as other people. But you're not always going to be in control. And so, ladies, if you're looking for a man who's always going to have his act together, he's always going to be in control. He's not going to be able to show his emotions. Uh, listen, you, you, you got to understand something. Men are suffering. Men are hurting. And they're looking for someone that they can trust, looking for someone that they can lay their head in their lap and in your lap and just tell all that they're struggling with and not be judged, not be in control. That's some days where we don't have the answer. That's some days we don't know what's going on and we're trying to figure it out just like you. We want to know, you know, God, what are you doing? You know, we we struggle sometimes with self-identity. We struggle with self-confidence. You know, if you see a brother and he says he's always confident, he's always got it going on. He's lying because every brother that I know, OK, has had to work to build their, e you know, this, now unless he's got a high, strong ego, which now he's walking in pride. But most people who are big hearted and have been hurt. And, and, and has suffered, they're not, you know, sometimes they feel a little, you know, not confident about certain things because of past situations. Nothing's worse than to, you know, feel good about yourself and have someone that you give your heart to tear you down like you're nothing. Um, you know, they, says, they say there's nothing like a woman scorn. Well, women, I want you to know something. You can tear a man down with your mouth. The Bible says a wise woman build her house, but a foolish woman tear it down that same house. With her hands, which is really her actions and her mouth. And so, number one, men are not going to always be in control. They're not going to always have their act together. And, and it's not going to always happen. There are going to be times where we're not going to be 100% represented. And you have to be understanding of that. And you have to be okay with that. But you also have to know that, baby, I got you. I got, you know, listen, what I love about Rebecca is there's days where I don't have it. She got it. Baby, I got you. I got the love. I got the support. I got the encouragement. I got, listen, you're not going to work today. Take the day off. Let's go eat. Let's go catch a movie. Let's go do a picnic because she's recognized that today I don't have it all together. And so three things, guys, that, you know, three things that cause men to suffer is one, we're not going to have it all together. And we hope you're OK with that. Number two, men are often taught not to share their feelings or vulnerabilities. <laughs> Do you hear me, ladies? Men are taught not to share their their feelings or their vulnerability or their weaknesses. 
um, because it's looked upon as you're not manly. And I'm going to be honest with you. Men are looking for women who would allow them to be authentic, to be strong and to be weak. We don't want to. You, you know what happens? Can I be honest with you? When you see uh, an extramarital affair or cheating, what normally happens unless he's just a plain out dog? And I'm not talking to the dogs. So this doesn't apply to the dogs who just can't get enough. They just want every you know tail they can get. I'm talking about those men who are not able to say to their significant other their feelings or their you know their weaknesses or the or the vulnerability because she doesn't give them the room to do that. She's saying, well, I need a strong man. I need somebody. Stop whining. Uh, I need a man that, that, that's going to have me when I'm down. But we need that, too, ladies. <laughs> we need you to have us when we're down because we're not always going to have it together. You know, when I, we need to be able to express our feelings and express our emotion and our vulnerabilities. Because when, when a man tells a woman his vulnerabilities, he's really giving you the card to hurt him. He's giving you the gun with the bullets to kill him because he's sharing with you his weaknesses. You remember Samson and Delilah and Samson was known as one of the strongest men in, in the earth at the time. And, and his strength lied within his hair. His vulnerability lied within his hair. And, and he loved strange women. He loved strong women. And most men who um, get hurt, they love strong women. They love women that have their own and they love women that are about their business. But what happens a lot of time, ladies, and I want you to hear me. A man also wants you to be able to be still loving, cherishing and be able to have some compassion. See, you can't bring that boss chick stuff home and throw it on your husband because he's not your, your client. He's not your, um, your, your employee. He's your man. Okay, I don't know who needs to hear that. And so when a man comes home, he wants to be able to take his hat off because whatever he's doing, he wants to be vulnerable. Samson was vulnerable. And Delilah was, you know, but see, the problem with Delilah was she was on a mission to find his weakness. There are some ladies out here. And ladies, I'm going to talk straight to you. Men, you can attest. They're only looking for what makes men tick so they can know what to control them with. Now, ladies, if you're looking for a man to control then you need to get out of the game right now. And that's one of the reasons why men don't want to commit because they want to be vulnerable. They want to share their feelings, but they don't want to be controlled with what they share. They don't want it dangling over their head and, and you know, thrown back in their face in their argument. Come on, let's be real about it. Men, you can attest right now. You, you can chime in. Men don't want to hear their vulnerabilities or their weaknesses thrown in their face in an argument or when you're having a bad deal, you want to get, up, get one up on him. Okay. That you want, you want to turn a man off real quick, do that. If you want to turn a man off very quick, and this is free right here, ladies, throw his vulnerabilities and his feelings back at him when he's having a moment in an argument. And he'll shut up, he'll shut down so quickly. And you'll say, well, he just doesn't want to communicate. No, he wants to communicate, but not with you. And that's where the other side woman comes in at because she's willing to listen to his struggle. She's willing to listen to his vulnerabilities and his feelings where you're saying, I don't want to hear that. Now, that's not every lady. That's not every woman. There's some some of you women. You were that for your man. And he was just a dog. Again, we're disqualifying the dogs. I'm talking about men, good men who have been hurt and they're wanting to stop it. So, number one, you always got to be in control of your feelings and emotions and have it all together all the time. Not going to happen. Number two, men want to be vulnerable and share their feelings, but feel like they can't. You want to know what the third one is? Men don't have anyone to talk to. 
They don't have anyone to share their problems with. Because when men look at another man, you're thinking, well, if I share it with him, he gonna see me as a punk. So we don't talk to other men about our women problems or our wife problems or our children problems. I mean, we talk about sports and, you know, laughing and all. But most time men don't get into it unless they really trust someone. OK. And so men don't have anyone to share their problems with. They don't have that ability to open up and talk. Men, I want you to break that stigma in your mind that therapy is for weak people. No, therapy is to help people to get over a weakness that you can become strong. There are some family traumas that you've gone through in life growing up. There are some traumas you've experienced in dating. There are some traumas you've experienced with the baby mama dramas. Come on, let's be real about it. Some people have gone to jail. You know, for paying child for not paying child support. Some people have experienced their children being taken away from them and they really want to be that father. But they can't because it's been you know taken away. Why is this important? Because when a man feels he cannot talk to another person about his problems, we just talked before about his feelings of vulnerabilities, he shuts down. And when a man shuts down, that is not a good thing. It's like a mule refusing to plow. He just ain't gonna move. And so what I love about uh, Rebecca and I, we have pillow talk. We have times where we sit at night and we, we, we you know, share our thoughts of the day. And, and there's sometimes we talk about things that can be real touchy. You know, it's not that we are always lovey-dovey. There's some days Rebecca can't stand me and some days I can't stand her. But we never stop loving each other. Okay. And um, just today we had a conversation. It was a very, very good one about some things that I struggle with early in our marriage. And, um, you know, and I want to say this to all that are married or want to be in a marriage. If you're looking for that perfect man or woman, there's no such thing. Every even as great as Rebecca is, she has her issues. Even as great as I am, I have my issues. We have issues that we have grown through. Together, not me working and she's not working or she's working and I'm not working, but we both go to therapy. We both are able to talk to each other. And that's important because if you're going to have a relationship that is really going to be powerful and that's going to grow, you have to have therapy to work through the problems, accountability and somebody that you can share your problems with. You know, um, I have a lot of brothers that talk to me, a lot of men that reach out to me and we talk. I have some good friends of mine and um, that I've had to talk off the ledge. And I've had some friends have to talk me off the ledge because, you know, you get tired. You really, I'm talking to some guys right now. To be honest, Carrie, you, you're talking to me. I'm tired. You know, I send, I give, I give, I give, I give. All she does is take, 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 take. She's not giving back. See, and that's leaving ground for extramarital affairs. That's leaving ground for you to start, you know, looking elsewhere or it leaves ground for the lack of communication. We, you know, when we get in relationships, relationships are for mature audiences only. OK, if you're immature, you don't have any business in a relationship. Relationships are about two people coming together who are mature, not perfect. OK. But they're working to be in a perfect relationship with each other. So we're imperfect, but perfect for each other. And you're able to share your struggles with that person. And that person should be mature enough, okay, that if they hear something that they don't like or they hear something that they didn't quite get right or they hear something that steps on their toes, they're mature enough and they love their uh, person enough to work on it. 
See, one thing Rebecca and I, we do is we try to uh, really put ourselves in each other's shoes. Right. And, you know, that's, you know, there's some things that are worth fighting for. And there's some things you let go. But if you're always letting something go and you're never speaking your truth, and if you're always letting things go and you're never expressing that you're suffering, you're never expressing that you're hurting, you're not expressing that you don't feel that they support you or they may be unemotionally available. You have to share this information because let me say something that, that, that I had to learn as tune as Rebecca, as, as in tune as Rebecca and I am, uh, are, excuse me, uh, as tune as we, as, as in tune as we are, there's things that we miss. I, she doesn't have ESP and I don't have, I mean, I'm gifted, but open mouth, speak what you want. Stop expecting something that the other person has no clue that is expected. Ooh, that's good. Why, you know, we have a tendency to say, well, I thought they knew I'd do it for them. And there's three reasons why men suffer. You know, you, you, you don't have that ability to share your true emotions because you're afraid if you say something, she's going to bark at you. Well, let her bark. Let her bark. Because here's the thing. I'd rather you bark and I get my truth out than I keep it in and I'm dying. And you hear you are saying, oh, he loves me. We have no problems. And I'm like, we got 25 on. Oh, I can list them right now. But I didn't say them because of the three reasons. We're not going to be in control all the time. I'm not going to have it. In, I'm not going to have it all together all the time. That's why I need a suitable helper. As I talked about Sunday in the message, God said, it's not good that man should be alone. I'll create him a suitable helper. So whatever is in my life that is a suitable helper, it'll help me when I don't have it all together. It'll help me when I'm not always in control. And then, you know, I, I, I'm able to share my vulnerabilities and my feelings. It's not about whether they're right or wrong. Let me say this to somebody. It's not about whether your feelings are right or wrong. It's they're your feelings. And if something is hurting you, you have to express it and not worry about how it will be taken. Now you share it in love, right? But you don't just go, oh, they'll think I'm a crybaby. Well, I don't care what you think if you're hurting me. It's my responsibility to express my feelings. And then if there's some vulnerabilities I have to share that with you as well, because if you're doing something that's making me vulnerable, or if there's something that I need to share with you that will make me vulnerable, then we should be mature enough and have a, 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 a place, a safe place where we can have these discussions. And then lastly, as I said, men, they don't have anyone to talk to their problems about. So men, you need to get into therapy. You need to talk about some issues. You can set up life coaching with me. I work one-on-one -on -one every day with people and we can work one-on-one -on -one because I'm going to say something to you. You're going to speak to somebody, whether it's a judge, whether it's a police officer or whether it's a preacher or a therapist or a life coach. But eventually, eventually you're going to talk to someone. And three reasons why men are good men are hurting and how to stop it is by getting therapy. It's by getting a life coach. It's by working through your issues. It's by having an accountability partner that you can speak to and not feel like you're in it by yourself. You know, as, as a pastor, and I'm going to close with this as, as a pastor for years, I felt like I couldn't talk to anybody because of the expectations that I should have it together. Uh, going through multiple divorces and they said, there he goes again. He's getting into another relationship because I believed in love and I didn't. I, I know that I'm marriage material and they want to be by myself. I want to be in a marriage. 
Uh, I believe in the institute of marriage, right? But the problem was I didn't do the work to get healed before I got into the next marriage. So I got into the next marriage, having a good man who's suffering, and I didn't have it together. I couldn't share my feelings of vulnerabilities, and I didn't have anybody to talk to about my problems. And it resulted in miscommunications, a divorce, and bad choices. Why am I sharing this with you? Because I don't want you to go through some things in life that I've gone through. I don't want you to feel like there's no one you can talk to. I don't want you to feel like that nobody understands. I want you to get the help necessary so that good men can stop suffering because I believe in you. All right, guys, I want to hear from you. Write me, leave comments for three reasons why men are hurting, good men are hurting, and how to stop them. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.